So today at the G1 Climax Tournament, my name is James Trupany. I'm going to be clicking into my laptop here to get the today's card, which I've just finished watching. So we were in Hamamatsu, August the 2nd, which happens to be my birthday. Um, so I've had a lovely day of watching wrestling. Um, and uh, I'm coming to you to get my podcast done so I can go off and have my dinner in Lincoln. Anyway, <laughs> uh, the non-championship pardon me, matches with TMDK, Mighty Don't Neil, Bad Dude Tito and Jonah. They upended Alan Henry and Jeff Cobb. Bit of a surprise there, to be honest with you. Suzuki Gun, Lance Archer, Tai Chi, Takamichinoko and Zack Sabre Jr. defeated House of Torture, Dick Togo, Evil, Show and Yudro Takahashi. Oh no, it didn't. That didn't happen. Let's try that again. I don't know who won TMDK versus United Empire. I was still driving home, didn't manage to see that one. I did see that House of Torture managed to beat Suzuki Gun. Um, so yeah, sorry, I'm just reading out the verses because no one's got the results up yet. Because um, it's only just happened. Uh, yeah, that was really good. Um, just standard House of Torture tomfoolery. Um, spanner from show to win the match over Takemichi Noko, kind of thing you'd expect. Brilliantly, Dick Togo being chased around ringside. Yeah, it was good. Bullet Club, Bad Luck Farley, Chase Owens and El Fantasmo defeated uh, Los Ignorables de Japon. Uh, Bushi, Shinko, Takagi and Tetsu Yaneto was Chase Owens managed to get a win over Bushi, I think it was. But yeah, it was fine. Kind of, again, the kind of standard thing you'd normally see in this kind of match. El Fantasmo being annoying. Chase being southern and bad luck Farley throwing people around it was fine Chingo, Bushy and Tato were the usual sublime group that they were uh, but yeah no it was lovely that was it was a nice match I enjoyed it and in the final match before the blocks started I believe um, it was yeah Yoshihashi pinned Jado Gedo rather for a win for Chaos over Kazuchika Okada, Yoshihashi and Hiroshi Tanahashi as they defeated Ghetto, Jay White, Juice Robinson. Hiroshi Tanahashi kind of should be a member of Chaos at this rate because he works better with members of Chaos than he does with Hontai. So yes, it was good. I enjoyed it. And then we go on to the block matches. Them serious business going on in these block matches. Tomohiro Ishii uh, was defeated by the Great Okan in a bit of a banger to get things going. Started off with some grappling, kind of Ishii playing Okan's game, which is what he does. And then it kind of moved up into some serious heavy hitting. Uh, yeah, it was good. It was a solid piece of work. Okan needed the win. Ishii's not going to suffer if he doesn't do well in this tournament. They can always bring him back up one way or another. So Okan kind of needs some momentum. So that was good to see this go forward like that. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh Filthy Tom Waller had an entertaining bout with Toroyano, but eventually managed to win after using a cup to defend himself against the low blows, which was clever. Also, wearing a very convincing wig. I have to say that. Absolutely a Tom Waller-style haircut. And um, he wore a wig, and of course Toroyano then couldn't pull the hair. There was lots of defensive wrestling in a Yano style, and kind of the comedy you kind of like. It was fun. Uh, Yano's not going to win this tournament, but he's not going to do as well as he normally does either. And Lola needed to win something because he's going to get beat up by everybody else. So, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Uh, kind of what you want Yano in a tournament for, really. Sonata versus Tama Tonga was excellent. These two are really going at it. Tama Tonga takes the win over Sonata, which is kind of a bit of an upset, though Tama Tonga has been on a fairly good streak as far as being a babyface is concerned since his turn from Bullet Club. Sonata had a very good match. This was back and forth action, a lot of flow. 
better than the ones they've had before because they're older and they have more presence now. They're not relying on spots all the time to tell the story. And it was good, solid professional wrestling match. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I want to see these two wrestle again. Well, outside of the G1, over something useful. I don't know what. It'd be nice. Kenta versus Hiroki Goto was as about as stiff as you can possibly imagine. They kicked each other quite hard. Um, Kenta was kind of obsessed with the bow staff of Hiroki Goto, which has kind of been his thing. <laughs> he gets obsessed by large sticks. Read into that what you will. Indeed. Um, but again, lots of back and forth. More of a fun Kenta match. Kenta doesn't produce a lot of classics these days. I know a lot of people will not like me for saying that. But he produces well-crafted stories. They aren't big, like, the big heavy-hitting matches he used to produce in his, his nowadays. He's kind of slowed down a lot bit on that. But tells the story he needs to tell. Obviously, the match with Tanahashi was, you know, massively physical and one thing or another. And he still spared the scars and he will do forever. But that's not that's not kind of his kind of match. Um, this was just stiff and just a kind of Goto Kenta match. You expected, but it was more of a twist in the tail. It wasn't. They weren't going to stand there and slug because they've both got a tournament to wrestle in. So they kind of brought it back and then kind of did things that made it more you know back and forth with a lot more twists and turns than you expected. And the reliance on the stick and the referee was kind of entertaining and you know. <laughs> uh, I'd like to put, say, like um, Lance um, Archer and Kevin Kelly were absolutely sublime on commentary today. It was lovely listening to Lance just calmly telling stories about the wrestlers. Oh, yeah, I used to wrestle with Sonata in All Japan. That was really cool. And oh, we all, I saw a collection, Milano Collection AT at uh, SeaWorld. And it's just like those kind of things, just like, oh, it's so nice. It's really cool. I really enjoy watching like, David Lance Archer on commentary. Uh, really, very, very cool. And kind of enhanced this match because he talked about Kenta and his matches with Takayama and gave lots of presents. Really, really cool. And then we came to the main event. Now you all know that Will Ospreay is not my favourite wrestler by any stretch of imagination and I love David Finlay. So guess who I was rooting for in this one? And David Finlay hammered him. Oh, it was glorious to see. It was beautiful. You know, the arc that David Finlay's been on, he has to crash sooner or later. But beating Ospreay has really put him on another level. Beating Juice Robinson is one thing. Heated rival, former tag team partner, fired up, you know, revenge on your mind, that's fine. Then beating Shingo Takagi against the rub, that was phenomenal. But then you have to go up against Will Ospreay, and he beats him as well. And now has got a US title shot in the bag. Whether he'll win it or not, that's another story. I hope he does, though, because it'll put something on that US title that's been a bit different. You know, Osprey's champion's been all right, but the the title needs a long term carrier again. I'm not sure Osprey's the man for the job because he's gonna, you know, with all the bull in the world, you expect him to be running for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship sooner rather than later. Whereas Finlay could do something with that belt and make it mean something. You know, and as a fresh champion and a fresh look on it, I think it would be really cool. However, we'll see, won't we? But this is a step in the right direction. Three big wins, one loss, four matches, two matches left, leading the block and looking unbeatable. You can't really complain about that. Who has he got left in block D? I have to think about this. Ooh, 
I was talking about this on Twitter with Striga earlier. Like Osprey is far less annoying than he used to be, and possibly because of that infamous shot that Dax Harwood gave him on um, to AEW television one night, which just literally blistered him after he oversold um, the the previous chop. So Dax just looked at him and hammered him to make sure he didn't oversell it again. And it seems like he's learned how to sell properly since then. Which is another step in growth, I suppose. You know, I'm still not particularly <laughs> a big fan of his. But, you yeah, know, what can you do? Let's, yeah, so that was that, really. I'm trying to find the blocks. I'm going to see if it's on my phone, because it might be a bit quicker. Oh, hang on. No, no, that's gone. <laughs> Where are we? Here on Climax, block D. Um, G1 Climax Blocks Who's he got left? Do, 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 do. Hey Looking at the blocks for Block D We're back on Friday by the way I'll have a look at that in a second um, The blocks are Who's he got left? That's the key thing isn't it? Block D Well it's Fort Will Osprey Yoshihashi, they're coming up. He's got him, and he's got Phantasmo. Phantasmo's beatable. Yoshihashi is beatable. And there's my theme tune going on in the background. <laughs> That's the end of the show. It's not the end of the show. I haven't finished talking. I put it on the wrong track. I do apologise. Um, where are we? So yeah, that's the, the, it's got some stuff coming up there. The, the, you know, it's one of those things like uh, Yoshihashi's not won much stuff this tournament but he's had some big matches so it's been interesting to see because it's been kind of the kind of upended stuff um so yeah it's been good it's been good to watch this tournament just because you know dave finley's become a star and that's what makes it interesting for me as a big david finley fan or a fan of the family finley in general but david has kind of really come into his own and he's it's intense it it's Back and forth, it's been great just to watch him develop. So, uh, we are back on the 5th, which is Friday. We've got Jado and Tama Tonga versus Dave Finley. Oh, let's see. Yudro Takahashi versus Juice Robinson. Oh, that's going to be shenanigans because they're both bullet clubs. Chase Owens versus Tai Chi. That could probably be shenanigans as well, but I think it'll actually be quite a good match. Tetsuya Nato versus Aaron Henry. That will be a really good match. Jonah, Jonah versus Jeff Cobb. Well, that's big manly men smashing meat, isn't it? Let's be honest. And Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Evil. The ultimate good guy versus bad guy. So Friday looks interesting. We shall see what happens there. In the meantime, thank you very much for listening to Today at the G1 Climax. You can find the Troopany Show at Troopany Show on Twitter. You can find me at Sheriff Lone Star on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook, the Troopany Show, and on Patreon, the Troopany Show, where you can keep us free forever for everyone. Have a lovely day, and we'll speak to you soon. Bye. Mm -hmm.